Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Robert Sugarman, National Chair of the Anti-Defamation League, as we continue our 21st anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is Robert Sugarman, who's the national chair of the Anti-Defamation League. Bob, welcome to Straight Talk. Pleasure to be here. A lot of folks have heard of ADL, perhaps, but don't really know what the Anti-Defamation League does. Tell, tell us a bit about it. I'd be happy to. We, we were founded 99 years ago, and uh, uh, we will celebrate our 100th anniversary, obviously, next year. Um, and it was founded in the wake of the Leo Frank lynching in, in the South. So one would have thought that the founders would be focused on preventing anti-Semitism and fighting anti-Semitism, which they were. But in addition to that, the mission statement was to stop the defamation of the Jewish people and to secure justice and fair treatment for all. And that's our mission 99 years later. So we, we fight anti-Semitism and we... Uh, uh, protect and defend uh, civil rights, human rights of, of, of everyone. Including uh, blacks, uh, Muslims, and any group that might be targeted. Correct. Uh, African Americans, Hispanic Americans, Muslim Americans, Sikh Americans, uh, any, any uh, uh, minority group that is subjected to uh, bigotry and prejudice, we will uh, defend them. And that includes work on college campuses. Yes, we are, uh, we are involved in uh, college campuses all over the country uh, providing resources and advice and counsel when um, anti-Semitic uh, uh, utterances are made or, 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 or anti-black or anti-Hispanic or anti-Muslim, and, and we, are, we are there. And you also work with police departments uh, in uh, combating uh, uh, racist groups in uh, uh, those that uh, would discriminate against right. groups. We do a significant amount of research and have significant information on extremist groups on all sides of the spectrum. And we share that information with law enforcement agencies all over the country. And in addition to that, we train law enforcement agencies on uh, techniques in, in, in fighting against terrorists and extremists. And in addition, in conjunction with the Holocaust Museum in Washington, we train every uh, student at the FBI training center uh, on the uh, potential abuses of the power that they have. And that, that's a full day of training, uh, which we do first at the training center and then at the Holocaust Museum to demonstrate the, the ultimate abuse of power. So you are a resource for these other organizations, college campuses, police departments, and so forth. Correct. Uh, you're the national chair, and you're completing your third year as national chair, which, uh, and you've been active, I know, with ADL for many, many years. 
But it's a big responsibility. You've traveled all over the world, met leaders of Israel and other countries. And uh, the, uh, in the United States, there are 27 regional offices of ADL, and you're out here not just to appear on Straight Talk, but also to visit some of these regional offices. Right. Um, I, I have traveled all over the world. I have met the King of Jordan, the Prime Minister of Israel, but, but I, I view my major accomplishment is here in, in the United States and in the interaction between the national office and our regional offices. Uh, I, I will have visited all 27 when my term ends. Uh, I'm going to Albuquerque on, on, on Sunday. Uh, and uh, it, it's to just uh, strengthen the, the, the bond with the lay leaders and the staff uh, from all over the country so that there's somebody at the national office that they've seen and that they've met. And of course, ADL is headquartered in New York City and Abe Foxman is the president. Uh, He's the national uh, director. National director and right. a kind of a legendary figure. Absolutely. He's been in that role for, forever, it seems. 25 years. And uh, every uh, three years, there's a new national chair. Your term is ending. and. Right. Uh, but uh, it's a tremendous responsibility and honor, really, to be selected as the national chair. And I know you donate your time and, and, and costs in visiting all these things. It's not a no junkets in the ADL. No, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's time consuming, uh, but it's very rewarding. And uh, as you say, I've been active in ADL for years. My, my parents and my late uncle were active, and uh, it's really the culmination of a, of a, of a, uh, a long devotion to the, to the league. And I know uh, this November there is going to be a big dinner in New York City in your honor, uh, you and your and your wife Surrey, who's also a full partner in many right. of these activities, right. and uh, I'm sure that was a very very special evening. It 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 certainly uh, you know was was very very rewarding, and uh, uh, it was it was just nice that that, that so many people came and supported it, and uh, it was a very gratifying evening. And you're a law firm where you recently retired as partner, while Gotchel and Mangies uh, was very supportive of your work with ADL while you were active as a partner and, and since. Yes, the firm has had a history of uh, uh, public service and communal involvement, and uh, the firm has encouraged its partners through the years to just take uh, some of their time to be involved and active in, in uh, uh, communal and philanthropic organizations. You know, lawyers get a lot of, a butt of a lot of jokes and uh, a lot of comments about, but, but, but there are many lawyers and many firms that, uh, that uh, get it right, and, and you and your firm is one of them. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're proud of that. Yeah. Well, we are going to be continuing uh, this discussion, and in the next segment, we're going to highlight some of the particular activities of, uh, of ADL. And then later in the show, uh, Bob and I were both uh, classmates at Yale Law School. We're going to go back in time a bit and uh, talk about some of the values we learned there. Stay with us. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages. Supported by Edison International. 
Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation. Part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on, we're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life, powered by Edison. In today's world, everything's connected. From the workplaces that support us, to the homes that welcome us, to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is. When a bird lands on a branch, and in the midst of a busy day, we stop to watch. It makes us realize we're all in the same boat. The Port of Long Beach welcomes this world with open arms, an environmental policy that's second to none, and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. We're back, continuing our discussion with Bob Sugarman, the national chair of the Anti-Defamation League. Bob, you, uh, ADL recently uh, developed this, this brochure, and uh, it shows right on the cover, Fighting Hate, Building a Better World. And let me just highlight a couple of the subheadings. Uh, the experts on extremism, terrorism, and hate, you referred to that earlier. Shaping future generations, building alliances, a strong voice for Israel and uh, safeguarding your rights and a watchdog for, for anti-Semitism, all important missions. Uh, but I know uh, 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 watchdog for Israel, uh, an important part of your mission. Tell us about that. Right. Uh, we, we view uh, the safety and security of the state of Israel as a very important issue for, for Jews all over the world and for uh, Americans. Uh, it's our only reliable ally in the Middle East. It's the only democracy in the Middle East, so we are very, very uh, uh, strongly involved in, 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 in uh, protecting and, and defending the security in, in a very, very, very difficult neighborhood. It, Israel is, is surrounded by hostile uh, groups, uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon, Hamas in, in Gaza. Syria is, 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 is a mess, but, but Syria in the, in the north. And, uh, it, it lives in very challenging times, and, and we feel it's important for uh, Americans, not only Jews, but all Americans, to, to support And what does ADL do specifically to uh, advance that goal? We, we do two things, uh, at least two things. We take um, groups from the United States to Israel. So we take missions of law enforcement officers from all over the country to meet with, interact with, the Israeli Defense Forces and the Israeli police to, to, to work 
together about anti-terrorism. We take uh, uh, Hispanic Americans, uh, whether they be uh, clergy or political people or, or media people, to basically let them see firsthand what Israel is all about. We take college editors and college leaders to Israel. We take Catholic educators. We have a, we have a program to train Catholic educators as to how to teach the Holocaust, a very sore subject in, in the Catholic history. And as part of that program, we take once a year 15 or 20 Catholic uh, educators to Israel. So that's one. And the other is to uh, just educate uh, people here uh, about the issues and about the challenges and about the threats that Israel faces. And I've gone to some of the meetings of ADL in this area, and often they will have a speaker who is a non-Jewish college student who stood up against intolerance on the campus and then right. was trained, got training by ADL about how to do that. Right, and, and that's, a, that's a whole other aspect of our, of our training. We, we uh, have programs starting preschool and running through uh, high school and into college to, to, uh, to teach people how to react to prejudice, to react to bigotry, to not be bystanders when, when, when they see it. Don't be a bystander. Don't remain silent. Correct. Very important. And then we, are, we have training programs all across the country, and we have them right here in, in Orange County. We had a wonderful speaker recently on campus, Admiral Olson, who is the former commander of the U.S. Special Operations Command, four-star admiral, 38-year Navy SEAL. And we had the honor of having him as a guest on the show, and also he spoke to 700 people at the Carboner Center. And he mentioned that a measure of a person's character is what he or she will tolerate in their presence. Mm -hmm. And I never heard it described quite that right. way, but a very powerful statement. Right. Pe people are prone to, to look and, and do nothing. And one of the things that we try to instill in people is that's just not enough. If so you if you hear a racial joke or if you see a, uh, a reference that's inappropriate, uh, a slur word, right. you just don't walk away and pretend you didn't hear it. Right. You, you, you speak out. And there are ways to speak out which are effective and then there are ways that aren't. And, and you counsel people on Train yeah. people, particularly young people yeah. in schools. Yeah. I think a lot of young people, uh, uh, out of ignorance, use some of these terms, not realizing the bite that it has on the recipient, and they, and they, they it's an education process. Absolutely part. right. Yeah. Iran, of course, a major existential threat to, to Israel, and uh, much in the news. What's ADL's role in uh, in containing or trying to help contain right. Iran? Well, firstly, yes. Iran is, is a very significant existential threat to Israel. But Iran is a major threat to the United States and to the Western world and, and in the way we've lived in it for many, many years. Uh, so it's, it's broader than, than, than just Israel. And, and again, the, the, the role that ADL plays is, is basically to educate and to, to, to highlight the challenges that, that uh, uh, the world faces. Uh, from the possibility of a nuclear if Iran. Iran goes nuclear, then other countries feel they have to, and our whole containment is out right. the window. Well, yes, containment is, is just not a, an option in, in this case, in, in our view. Uh, it, f one, for the reason that you say, Iran gets a weapon, 
Saudi Arabia is going to get one, Turkey is going to get one, Egypt's going to get one, and, and nuclear proliferation is out the window. And, and maybe even more troublesome than that is who knows if nuclear weapons are all over the Middle East, which group will get their hands on it? Will Hamas have a nuclear weapon? Will Hezbollah have a nuclear weapon? Will Al-Qaeda have a nuclear weapon? And it's so, a frightening prospect that uh, uh, small groups without a return address uh, have the capability, theoretically, of getting, and, and, and nuclear weapons get smaller and smaller. Right. And that's the, the ultimate horror, is a, right. a lethal weapon of that nature in the hands of not a state actor, but some... And, and that's what Admiral Olson was talking about, because those are the threats we face today increasingly. Right. It's not from the Soviet Union or even China. It's from these mysterious groups in the desert. Right. Yes, it, it's a real problem. And, and it's from uh, a regime in Iran that makes no bones about the fact that it is intent in destroying Israel and destroying the culture that, that we in this country and, and in the West, have, have grown up with. And, so you and take the leaders at their face when they say that. It's not just rhetoric. I don't think you can dismiss the possibility that they mean what they say. Uh, it, maybe they don't, but if there's a 10% chance that they do, that's 10% too much. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> dealing, dealing with with ultimate issues here, right? And uh, as in so many areas, uh, education plays an important role, getting people to be aware of the risk, right. And willing to address it, right? And and I would say, if you look at the at the the uh, expenditure of resources by the ADL, the vast majority, in one way or another, is in education. Whether it's education uh, uh, in terms of human relations whether it's education to fight cyberbullying, uh, whether it's education to, to uh, uh, make people aware of the, of the threat that, that, that Iran poses to the world or that Hamas and Hezbollah and Syria pose to Israel, that's really uh, a very significant part of our business. And I know as part of your education mission, you mentioned earlier visiting the different regional offices. You'll Here in the Long Beach, Orange County, Orange County, Long Beach area, you're visiting the regional office headed by uh, Melissa Carr. Right. She's, she's our regional director, and, and, and she and, and, and uh, Mark Schneider, our, our chair of, of the Long Beach uh, Orange County Board, are involved in, in these various programs. So they're involved in cyberbullying. They're involved in training uh, high school teachers, not Catholic educators, high school teachers, to teach the Holocaust. We developed a program called Echoes and Reflections in partnership with the Shoah Foundation, which is Steven Spielberg's foundation, and Yad Vashem in Israel, uh, to, to give to high school teachers all across the country to teach the Holocaust in their schools. And, and that is a, 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 uh, an active program uh, in, in Orange County. That's great. And if you want further information, uh, we are putting up now the telephone number of the regional office. You can call up ADL get further information on any of the programs that may be of interest to you. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages.
How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. Or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. We're back continuing this great conversation with Robert Sugarman, the national chair of the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, we want to go back in time now. Bob and I were both privileged to go to Yale Law School. We were classmates, became good friends. And uh, Bob, what did the opportunity to be at Yale Law School mean to you? Well, it was a, it was a very different uh, approach uh, and, and I think remains a different approach. Uh, it was a, an approach where uh, we were taught uh, the, the values of lawyers. We were taught the, 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 the precepts of the law. It wasn't so much that you had to learn uh, this case, that case, this case. We studied the cases. But the, but the main thrust was uh, how you think uh, and how you approach uh, legal problems and how you approach other problems. There was a real emphasis on public service. There was a real emphasis on clerking for, for judges when, when, when we graduated. Uh, and it was not only a, a training school to be a practicing lawyer. And as many of you know, and you certainly do, the motto at Yale, for God, for country, and for Yale. Yale. But uh, public service yeah. was stressed, and over half of our class, we only had 160 in our class, do not, chose not to practice law. They did right. other things, right. became professors, right. elected officers mm -hmm. uh, at high levels, right. uh, nonprofit world. Right. right. One became the baseball commissioner. One became the baseball commissioner. <laughs> One became the president of CBS Sports. Right. One became a senator. Yeah. You name it. Judge, judge of the Supreme Court of Connecticut. So, you know, a, a lot of different. And some went into the finance world yeah. and the business world. They, they really stressed values and ethics right. at law school, which I, uh, as some of our regular views know, I teach here. 
And that seemed always so important to me. And uh, what a rare privilege to, to be with those professors and those classmates. Right. And, you know, we were, always, we were always chided by our friends and colleagues that went to the other law schools, and I won't mention, because you went to Yale. What did they teach you? They didn't teach you anything. Well, they taught us a lot. They did. They did. And uh, it, it was a rare privilege to go there. I just want to close this segment, uh, uh, this dinner honoring Bob and Surrey, his wife, who's also an accomplished attorney and, and very much into values. I just want to read from the printed program about Bob and Surrey. Caring, committed, and compassionate, positive example to all of us. ADL has been blessed to have Bob and Surrey champion our cause and represent us with class and dignity here at home and across the globe. All of us at ADL are richer for their friendship and support. We are honored to have them and we wish Bob and Surrey many more years of good health, happiness, and ongoing leadership. May they continue to go from strength to strength. That's beautifully put in the invitation. And uh, well, it, it, it's, it's very deeply appreciated. And, and I, I can't leave without saying how wonderful it is to be on your show uh, and how uh, terrific y you have been in terms of your teaching career and, and, and this show for many years. Th th thank you, Bob. And uh, I, I'm reminded of uh, one of my heroes, Michael Josephson, who is our first distinguished speaker and who uh, is well known in the field of ethics. And, and his, his lecture on leading a life that matters is, is so powerful. And Bob, uh, uh, not only were you successful in the practice of law and uh, partner of a major law firm, but, but you also played that role of, of contributing to the public dialogue. And, uh, uh, and, and my hat's off to you. Thank you. And we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. Phil Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, 
soups and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. We're back. Bob, it's a real privilege to have you out here on the show and uh, talk about a lot of important things and a little bit of reminiscence. And uh, you have about 30 seconds or so to say whatever you'd like about ADL. Well, it, it's really been a pleasure for me to be here. And, and I think it's, 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 it's nice that, that I'm here uh, at, the, at the end of my term because my three years as, as national chair of ADL is really the culmination of a, of a lifelong dedication and, and the the mission of ADL, as we've discussed over the last half hour, is, is so important, uh, not only to me, but I think to the future of the country and the future of the Jewish people. So uh, it's been a real privilege for me to be the national chair of ADL uh, for the last three years, and uh, I, can, I, I will continue to work in the areas that we've been talking about uh, for hopefully many years to come. I have no doubt. Thank you for your service to the organization and to the country, and thanks for being our guest here on Straight Talk. It's been a great pleasure. And thank you at home for being our guests. Please watch us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.